So this is Argonit again, 4.1 something K MMR player focused on career role. This is going to be experimental part of the podcast. Just uh, one thing. I wanted to try to review some games and having it saved in the form of podcast. So today I've played three games. I think three games. Yeah, three games. The first one was Saluna. Let's see. Honestly, I haven't tried anything new with this hero. So this might be kind of boring review just for this game. I thought about taking Yasha before before Mask of Madness, but then I figured out it's not as good as uh, Mask of Madness just because of the movement speed and attack speed for farming, especially when you have it fast. In this game especially, I knew that I'm ahead, so I went for, for spell build, basically not leveling up my ultimate, at the beginning at least. I snowballed pretty fast, and then I noticed that enemy juggernaut went for defusal, which is just early game item, and he had it pretty late. So I went for butterfly just to be able to counter him. But I went just for standard, standard build. So Menta, Butterfly, and Satanic. Nothing new in this game. Then, <laughs> rarely enough, I didn't play carry but uh, support, and I played Disruptor. The new thing here was that I, my goal was to counter Void, Faceless Void who played, who played against me. So my first item to counter it was uh, Yule Scepter. To be able to not just Yule him in, inside of the Chrono, but initiate. Because if I Yule him and then use static, static Storm and my third spell, he's basically done. Up until it's BKB. Then he built BKB. So I knew I need to either wait which is not the best, best strategy for that, or by Aghanim Scepter, which I did in the later stage of the game. But before that, I also went for Go Scepter, so it's hard for them to pick me off. Because they had three heroes that are focused on physical damage. Void, Faceless Void, Mirana went for physical build, and Lone Druid. So I bought Go Scepter. And then Aghanim. So with Aghanim Scepter, if I Yule, if I use Faceless Void, he's done. I can just use Ulti and Third Spell, and my team, in form of Storm Spirit, Nature's Prophet, and Slark, will just pick him off. My next item, just because we went into late game, more than one hour, I bought unconventional, one thing which is unconventional for me, usually, on this type of heroes, which is Eternal Blade. And just for the sake of saving, saving these heroes, so I can save myself, I can use it on uh, void on Faceless Void, and I can also defend some of my heroes, which I did later in the game. I saved Bounty, Bounty Hunter, and he then chain him. So it worked pretty well. So just remember to buy Ghost Scepters, and I think that maybe maybe every single Every single support should buy Ghost Scepter at some point of the game, just because it's super strong. And why it's super strong? You cannot dispel it. Just with Nullifier, and none, none carry wants to buy, buy Nullifier. So that's one thing. And the last game with Ursa.
Hmm. One thing that I can mention, which is, which might be unusual for some guys, is my skill build. I went for maxing my first and third spell, and almost not leveling up my overpower. The idea behind this was to farm efficiently until level 14 or 16, and with the farm that I get, which is Vladimir and Besher, I can move around the map and be useful for my team. So this is what I get. One key thing, which was also, also good, and they didn't expect that, when Carrie gets Abyss Blade, just don't show at a lane, go for some sort of kill. So I tried to go on top lane, just for farm, casually, but I met Phoenix, and he didn't expect my Abyss Blade. So he basically died. Just because of that. What was special about this, about this game? I might have gone for Blink. Some Ursa players would have gone for Blink, and it's not that bad. It's not that bad, but they have a lot of things how to counterspell it. So Luna has long range spells. Vo um, Lich can throw armor on someone and counter me easily. I can be on, on fire because of this guy. <laughs> I can be in the storm in his first spell, I mean, in Underlord. In Underlord, first spell, there might be ulti from Klings, so it wasn't the best option. So I really, really heavily played on my first and fourth spell. By first, I mean playing around cliffs. So if uh, there will be some problem, I can jump, just jump over the cliff and they will not expect it. Not many players can do that effect effectively, but uh, if you learn to use directional move and jump over the clips. It's really similar to Pounce on Slark. But if you can do that, people will not expect it. So you can get out of many situations. Especially if you go into the into the direction which is highly unpredictable. Just going towards Cliff. And if you do it with uh, Quilling Blade, I don't think that I have done it in this match. But sometimes you can go to the cliff, just use Queen Blade on some tree and jump over the cliff in the space where they totally don't expect it. It's kind of a cool, cool thing. So, Abyssal, PKB, and MKB. Why MKB? I know that against me there is Luna, and uh, at one point in the game she will go for Butterfly, so I want to be ready beforehand. And also, I have so much damage through piercing that I can kill kill Underlord quite easily, even though he is uh, their tank. That's another thing. I should also mention that uh, I had the leveler, and in the backpack, I had Titan's liver for most of the parts of the game. Just for changing it, depends on the situation. But the leveler, leveler is really useful when you have almost non-heroes which are good in pushing the lane not the lane but i mean sieging i mean monkey king can go go on high ground and just use ulti but he has not that many not much damage into it so i went straight for it for this and at the end of the game i also bought 
both Agenim Scepter, at least parts of him, parts of it, just to be able to have my ulti as fast as possible. Not just because of dispelling their stuns, you cannot dispel Hex, which was the main problem on Klinks, but you have it every single, I think, each 16 seconds. Let me, let me check. 18 seconds. Every each 18 seconds I have my ultimate, which is really good. And I can use it through stunts. So I went for this. So I will be with Aghanim and BKB and Abyssal. It's super hard to kill me. And they will not be even able to chain stun me because they cannot kill me in hex, in one simple hex. So every single time I would just pop up my ulti, BKB, and defend myself. That was the idea. But it was necessary for me to do that because we ended the game pretty soon. But I was ready for that. So this was the first, the first episode of review on the podcast, my daily review. I will see how it's going to play out, but that's something I enjoy talking about my recent games and taking some lessons from it. And hopefully it will <laughs> sort of nicely and kindly push me into reviewing the games and taking something from them. So thanks for listening and see you maybe at Twitch or next episode somewhere else. So. Remember, the story continues.